Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 135 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. We are going to chat with Morley Scott here very shortly. Morley, the play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Eskimos. What a game it should be tomorrow. On the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium, the Labor Day rematch, the Eskimos hosting the Calgary Stampeders after a heartbreaking loss for the Eskimos in Calgary on Labor Day. And both teams a little bit banged up here heading into this one. Dave Campbell earlier today tweeted out some changes for the Eskimos, saying Brian Mitchell will start for Darrell Walker. Other changes see Shaq Cooper added to the 46-man roster. Brandon Pittman and Mark Mackey have been moved to the practice roster. And uh, no Don Jackson for the Stampeders tomorrow. So they're banged up as well. And to chat more about that, we uh, bring aboard Morley Scott. Morley, how's hey, it going? Brandon. How's it going? How <laughs> good, you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, that's good. I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, watching a little football, getting set up. I'm pretty excited about tomorrow. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a really good football game. I know the Eskimos are. Uh, they're I, they're they're always dialed in, but there just seems to be a little extra oomph to the their dialed inness for this game tomorrow. Uh, I I just think they're they're extremely ready to go out and and put together that sixty minute effort, which has really been lacking for a lot of the season this year. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great game. The crowd's going to be huge. It, it's hearing words now. It might be up upwards of forty thousand people here tomorrow for the football game. So kids get in free. Uh, it's a big celebration for uh, Commonwealth Stadium. 40 years, uh, Family Channel, Family Day, and everything. So I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good afternoon and early evening here uh, at the Brickfield tomorrow. Oh yeah, I can't wait for uh, the game tomorrow. You talk about that 60-minute effort, and it just seems like it's. I don't know. What's your best uh, guess on why they haven't been able to to put it together uh, in all three phases of a game, Morley? At least for the last few weeks, because they look so good when they're going. It's like okay, like. For the most part, against Calgary, they were doing their job, and they almost beat the Calgary Stampeders. But these lulls keep happening. So, how do you erase that 
Is it focus, yeah, that's, execution? That's, what's what's the deal from your uh, standpoint? That, that's the mystery of it all, right? And I know we were just, just like five minutes ago, we were talking in the booth with, with Jason Moss about that, and, and he really can't put his finger on it. He looks at the last three losses, which is which are games where they had the lead at halftime and played pretty well, uh, terrific in the second quarter, in especially in the Hamilton game. And he, and he said, you know, we're not in a position where we need to make any changes because we're playing so well, but yet you come out of the dressing room for the third quarter and just whatever spark they had was gone. And, and he says it's, in his mind, it's each time's a different reason. Each time maybe it was one time it was the defense, one time it was, you know, protection, one time it was drop balls, whatever it was, turnovers, of course, in the game uh, on, on Monday afternoon. And he says that's why it's been a mystery to him to fix it because it's different things all the time. If it was the same thing happening for the first two games, you put your finger on it, identify it, and make it stop for the third game. But it's been different things each time. And, and uh, we, I asked him, I said, you know, are you changing anything up uh, as far as what you do uh, in the dressing room or even before game to make sure that you can get that to get that carryover from anything anything positive that you do in the second quarter into the third quarter. And he, he thought about it, but he said what he wanted to do is just play well, just do what they do uh, and do what they do best and just keep doing it and go out and execute it. So uh, it's, it's going to be, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost really looking forward to getting to the third quarter just to see how they play and how they handle it because it has not been, it has not been pretty over that, uh, over that losing, it's not a losing streak. They lost two in a row, three of their last four over that stretch. They've been outscored 46-6 to six in the second half of games. And uh, not acceptable numbers, really, when you think about it. They haven't scored a point in the third quarter in those three games, uh, just a couple of field goals in the fourth quarter. So they they, they got to figure it out for sure. And uh, I know that they've had the, the football minds together to try and get to the bottom of it. So we'll see what they come up with for tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, and both teams know each other well now, having just played on Labor Day Morley, so we'll see what uh, adjustments each team makes. And we know uh, both teams a little bit banged up heading into this one. Of course, the Eskimos lost uh, Darrell Walker in that game. Brian Mitchell will play. I mean, the Stampeders has lost a few good bodies in that game as well, with uh, Jordan going down for the season with a knee injury. And uh, I'm just reading today that uh, Don Jackson and uh, a number of other players out for the Stampeders tomorrow. So, short week for both teams, and uh, it'll be another physical game. So, we'll see what both teams uh, have left in the tank, and also the adjustments they make. Yeah, it's 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 going to be just uh, just to get through, right? Fresh legs help this series, and if you can insert fresh legs at the right spot, and the Eskimos are doing that, uh, you know they're going to have Brian Mitchell in, who hasn't played in a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, they've also made a change, not a change, but they made an addition to the roster by, by adding Shaq Cooper. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a little bit of time at running back and if, if uh, they go with a two-back set sometimes, we'll see. But it's, it's, uh, he's a different kind of guy from C.J. Gable. So that's going to you know, provide a spark, provide a little bit of freshness. So fresh legs will help. Calgary will have more fresh legs, but they're not for the reason you want to have fresh legs because they're making a change at center because Mcombre Williams uh, got injured last week and won't play. So they're moving Spencer Wilson and into that spot. They also lost, uh, as we all know, Kamar Jordan with the, with the knee injury. Siante uh, Evans, a cornerback who's been an all-star in this league, he's not going to play as well. And, and Don Jackson had 100 yards uh, at the running back spot for the Stampeders on Monday. He won't play in the game either. So they're making some changes. They're losing some people that, that were pretty effective for them on Monday. So they all have to make more adjustments to the way they play than I think the Eskimos will. And the Eskimos are real confident putting in Bryant Mitchell in the spot for, for uh, in the roster for Darrell uh, Walker. He's obviously Darrell Walker is one of, if not the best receiver in the Canadian Football League, uh, you know, all-round receiver. So you're not going to get that kind of play from Bryant Mitchell. But 
uh, Jason Moss is you know, extremely confident in Bryant Mitchell and the way he can play, and he can be that way because of his track record. Every time he's got a chance to play, he's taken advantage of it. I mean, he had 500 yards in seven games last year, uh, and that's obviously well above a 1,000-yard season uh, rate. And uh, this year he gets one start, 128 yards and a touchdown against the Alouettes. So he's a guy who's grabbed the bull by the horns every time they've been handed to him, and uh, the Eskimos expect nothing more than the same thing tomorrow afternoon. As you know, Marley, I'm a big Bryant Mitchell supporter, and I remember going uh, on with Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports a few weeks ago. It was like a month ago before Mitchell wasn't even playing. I was like, they need to play this guy. Like, come on, just get him out there. And then, of course, he goes off against Montreal, and uh, he was great in that game. So he gets another chance here. Um, that's one thing, and you say that, uh, Brendan, that's one thing he has. I mean, even we were just talking to Jason Moss, as I said, a couple of minutes ago, and even he's like, I'm a big fan of him yeah. on and off the field. Everybody likes him. He's got a great support system because he's coming into a position where he's taking over for the best receiver, uh, taking, you know, taking his spot on the roster, and everybody is happy he's getting a chance to play even though Darrell Walker's out. And, you know, of course, everyone wants Darrell Walker in the game, but Darrell Walker's out, but Brian Mitchell's going to get a chance to play. So that's the good news for everybody. He's got a great, great support group. The fans like him. The, all the players like him. The coaching staff likes him. So he's being put in a good position. And like I said, every time he's got the opportunity – to catch footballs, he's done it. Give me your take uh, overall, Marley, on the Stampeders. Of course, some key losses here. We don't know how long these injuries will, uh, you know, go on for, but uh, we know Jordan, of course, is out for the season, so that's a huge loss. But uh, just give me your take here on the Stampeders because at the start of the season, they looked unstoppable. But clearly, you know, lately, they lose to Saskatchewan, they rebounded against Winnipeg, but they didn't look like this unstoppable force against the Eskimos. So, you know, give the Eskimos credit. Go back to the game against Winnipeg. You're right, yeah. and they had a terrible start in that game and had to come from behind and kind of had to had to get their act together uh, later on in that game. So that's uh, that's correct. You know, they lose to Saskatchewan. They had a tough start against Winnipeg. They could have been beat by the Eskimos. So maybe this is a downturn in their season. We'll see. Now they've got some injuries to deal with. We'll see how they play uh, because of all that tomorrow. But my take on Calgary is same take everybody's had on Calgary. Now I think for the last four or five years, they're a good football team. They have good players. A lot of times not great players, but they have good players at almost every position. And they just go out and they don't overwhelm you a lot of times. They just play play better football than their opposition for the most part. And they're full credit for what a fantastic record they have right now and leading everybody in the Canadian Football League with a 9-1 record. I mean, they're, they just go out, they do things right. And so many Eskimos I've talked to this week just said they, they do all the little things right. Everything seems to fall in their favor. Like the Eskimos... Uh, cough up the football and, and the uh, the Stampeders are able to take over at the right time. Uh, the Stampeders cough up the football and they recover their own fumbles. It just doesn't land right, it seems, for the other team. So uh, they get some breaks, but you earn your breaks by being a good football team. And that's, I think, the story with the Stampeders is they're just, you know, there's not a weakness. They're, there's There's not a lot of big superstars on the team, but there's not a weakness on the team. Everybody does their job pretty well, and that's why they're 9-1. and one. Yeah, nine and one. They find a way to win, so I, I don't want to take anything away from them. I'm just looking at the last few games, saying, you know what? Uh, maybe they're they're not uh, like they can be beat. I guess is what I'm saying. Before they looked unstoppable, so we'll see what happens tomorrow if the Eskimos can get the better of the Stampeders. While we have you, Marley, I wanted to quickly ask you about uh, some NFL things because uh, the NFL season started uh, last night, and I know you're a big Steelers fan, and uh, I'm not a Steelers fan. You know, I'm a Bengals fan, so we'll be duking it out all year <laughs> you long. You know as what, Mike? I'm scared to death, Brendan, because the Steelers play Cleveland in week one. You're scared to death. I'm scared to death of that football game. 
because it just it's got it's got disaster written all over it and there's there's probably not a worse way to start a season than losing to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know what? Then Cleveland, they sort of went, uh, you know, they went fishing in uh, free agency. They brought big game hunting. They brought in all kinds of talented players. They have a, they have some high draft picks over the years. Baker Mayfield, of course, won't start. Taylor, though, a veteran quarterback who's probably better than anyone they've had the last few seasons. So it'll be interesting. I, I get why you're scared, Marley. Uh, of course, no Le'Veon Bell likely. So we'll see what happens yeah. there. And Shazier well, last year losing crazy. him during the year. Like that just sort that, of that's every that was year, devastating. Right? That contract dispute just seems to be happening every year. This is, I think, yeah, I think this is the first time it's carried over to the regular season. Usually they get it solved at the end of training camp. And I, everyone figures it's just Le'Veon Bell's way of missing training camp in two a days. So you can just come in and play the games at that at the start of the regular season, but he won't be there on Sunday. And it's uh, you know the, obviously they're going to miss him, but uh, I got, uh, they got a great receiving core and they, and they got a quarterback who I, I really like and, and really admire the way he plays. So so we'll see. Their defense is always pretty good too. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about starting 0 one against the Browns. Yeah, I think it could happen. We'll see. Give me your uh, Super Bowl prediction while we have you. Oh, geez. Uh, I, Dave Campbell's sitting right beside me, and I hate to say it, but it's pretty, you know, in, until until they're all gone, <laughs> until they make changes, until they don't win, you got to pick the Patriots to, to be there. Uh, and uh, and uh, sadly, uh, because the Steelers are in the AFC, too, I, I, I don't want to. But uh, NFC, I, I, I'm not sure who's going to be there. Um, Green Bay is probably I, the Patriots. Green Bay uh, Super Bowl would be great for me. But uh, as far as the yeah, the Patriots, you just you, they're a team you can't not pick them until they're not the team that they've been for the last ten years. Well, I think Sadly, Dave, that's yeah. the case. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we'll see. Uh, eventually, they're going to fall off, and I hope it happens this year, but it probably won't. They'll probably be I back know, there. I know there's hundreds and thousands of people waiting for it, but it's, it's the same thing with the Stampeders. You keep saying, well, this is the year they're going to take a step back. Well, they didn't. They went to another great cup. This is the year. No, they went to another great cup. Now we're, everyone's saying, well, they lost two great cups in, in that kind of fashion. They kind of stubbed their toes in both games. Now it's like, well, this is the year. It's finally going to catch up to them. They're 9-1. and one. I mean, they just don't slow down, and I think the Patriots are kind of in the same boat as well. They just don't slow down for whatever reason, and you got to say it's coaching, it's talent. they got a great quarterback who, who knows the game inside and out, and, yeah, it's, uh, that's why they keep winning. Stan Peters are, are, are the same way to a certain extent. that, that they, just, uh, they just keep chugging along, and I guess the only hope is, you know, the, the Stan Peters lost in the Great Cup last year. The Patriots lost in the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it'll be different. I don't know. Well, we know Dave's going with uh, the Patriots, so I won't uh, ask you to uh, ask him who he thinks. I'm going with the Jags over uh, the Packers in the Super Bowl, so that's my prediction. And uh, you're going with the Patriots, so we'll see what happens. Uh, and, hey, by the way, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you guys uh, tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun working with you guys again. Uh, it's been a while. I haven't seen you, Dave or yourself uh, at all lately, so... Yeah, it's true. Well, you, you know, you're you're still good now. You got to come upstairs once in a while and say hello to people. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. I'm looking forward to it. It's good to be back at home. Uh, and I know you'll be on the sidelines uh, for Armor Insurance again tomorrow, and it'll be uh, it'll be a pretty good afternoon, I'm sure for uh, for everybody who comes. Going to be a great crowd. Let's just hope the weather holds off. That's that's the key to this. It seems the closer we're getting to game time, the better the forecast is starting to look. But obviously, that can change in a heartbeat. But uh, let's hope the weather is going to be good. And by the way, uh, we're going to start tomorrow on our pregame show at 3 o'clock. We're going to supersize it all tomorrow. 
and we're going to begin uh, weather permitting, unless it's an absolute downpour, which I hope it's not. We're going to begin out in the parking lot at the tailgate section, and we're going to have uh, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi join us out there. So it's uh, it looks like it's going to be hopefully a pretty good start to what's going to be a, a pretty good uh, afternoon and evening here at Commonwealth. That sounds awesome. Okay, Marley, we look forward to that. Thanks for taking some time. I know you have some work to do, so we'll let you get to that. All right, Brendan, good to talk to you. And that's Morley Scott, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Eskimos. And you'll hear Morley's voice again on the airways tomorrow as uh, the Eskimos host the Stampeders. Man, this is going to be a good game. Can't wait to uh, get out to uh, Commonwealth Stadium tomorrow and watch this one. It's going to be physical. And uh, do, I make, do I make the prediction, Dustin? Do I predict that the Eskimos are going to beat the Stampeders tomorrow? Do it. <laughs> do it, yeah. You don't have to be the one that uh, makes prediction then looks dumb when the Stampeders beat the Eskimos. But uh, you know what? I have a feeling. The Eskimos are going to get it done. They should have got it done last weekend. They should have beat the Stampeders. So I think they'll learn their lessons from that game. And yes, you could say, well, they should have learned their lesson uh, from three weeks ago. And it keeps happening again and again, the same recurring themes. But this is where... The Eskimos figure it out tomorrow. A great game, complete game for Mike Riley and the rest of the offense. The defense, for the most part, was really good against Calgary. So I don't see why they can't do that again. And I will predict that the Eskimos beat the Stampeders tomorrow. And if I'm wrong, well, I won't be on the show for a while, so I won't have to hear hear it from you. So it'll be okay. You can, of course, tweet at me. Uh, at Brendan Ulrich, if you want to give me the gears if I'm wrong on that uh, prediction, but we'll see what happens. It should be fun tomorrow at Commonwealth Stadium. 151, we'll take a timeout. We'll uh, jet off to a commercial break. We'll come back, uh, read some more of your text messages. What do you think? Can the Eskimos beat the Stampeders tomorrow, or am I crazy? Text 630-630. We'll also set up Inside Sports with uh, Reed Wilkins tonight, and why not fit in some of your... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Super Bowl predictions as well before we get to Sunday. So that's ahead after a short timeout. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. One fifty three, you can text us six thirty six thirty. This texter says, not a football fan and tired of hearing so much football talk on a hockey show when Brendan fills in. Can we get someone willing to stay on topic? Thanks. Well, as we do before every Eskimo game, we talk about the Eskimo. So, it's not just me, my man. 
Bob brings on the GM or Morley or Dave or uh, Blake sometimes to set up the Eskimo game. And why wouldn't we? It's arguably the biggest game of the season tomorrow. A game that you can hear right here on 630 Chet. So why wouldn't we preview a game that we're broadcasting? I know it's Oilers now. We uh, talk a lot about the Oilers on the show as we have all summer, but once in a while it's okay to mix in some football talk, especially with the NFL season starting tomorrow and then you, or on Sunday, and then you have, uh, of course, the Labor Day rematch. So we will talk a little football on the show today. Tony says, can we play Montreal every week? Well, I think every team in the league is wishing they could play Montreal every week. That's not the case. Although Montreal, I should say, has you know looked better of late. They're finding their way. But yes, the Eskimos did look pretty good against Montreal when they beat them uh, a few weeks ago uh, at Commonwealth Stadium. You can text us 630-630. It's okay, BU. Edmonton knows the Eskimos can't hold a candle to the mighty stamps. Won't even be close. That's from Topher Allen. Well, we'll see about that. I can't wait for the NFL on Sunday. Like, this is going to be great. Can't wait for Labor Day. Can't wait for the hockey season to to fire back up here. So this is an exciting time. I know it's not the fall until September 22nd, as uh, we were reminded earlier in the show. But the fall is where it's at. I love the fall with uh, all the action that will be taking place here very shortly. Reed Wilkins, by the way, was uh, down at uh, Rogers Place earlier today for the Oilers' rookie skate. And he'll have more on that front. He'll also have a one-on-one with uh, Joe Gambardella after the skate today. We also will get an Eskimos preview. And Reed will go in-depth on this because... uh, you can talk about the Eskimos and inside sports, according to our listener, but you can't on Oilers Now, the one listener that texted in. But Reed will preview our broadcast of the Eskimos and the Stampeders tonight on inside sports, and it should be great. Big game tomorrow. Can't wait for that, the Eskimos and the Stampeders. 3 o'clock uh, countdown to kickoff, 5 o'clock kickoff from Commonwealth Stadium. It was fun pinch hitting for Bob today. Dustin, thanks for helping out. Bob will be back on Monday. Should be a fun weekend. Lots to talk about then. And Bob will recap it all on the show. So long from Oilers Now. Have a great weekend. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.